This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says his trip to the COP28 climate conference left him feeling good about agriculture's position in addressing global greenhouse emissions reduction. Speaking to reporters over the weekend about his time in the United Arab Emirates, Vilsack said he was able to take a new approach at this event compared to some of the previous gatherings. There was no need for us uh, to be defensive, but in fact we could uh, uh, articulate proactive leadership uh, in the climate space. Uh, leadership that I think uh, reflected uh, in a number of uh, opportunities for us to showcase what uh, U.S. farmers and ranchers are doing in a variety of ways uh, to mitigate and adapt to a changing climate and doing it in a sustainable uh, and substantive way. He says other countries around the world also signaled their willingness to shift their approach to agriculture. 152 nations have already executed and signed on to the declaration uh, that was uh, proposed by the UAE in the area of food and agriculture, uh, a, a declaration that out, outlines the steps that need to be taken uh, in order to uh, ensure that we can produce the food necessary to meet the nutrition needs of the world now and in the future in, in light of a, a changing climate and the challenges that it presents. Vilsack says conversations about meat consumption at the event was focused on improving the production practices rather than eliminating the consumption. I think people were reassured when I explained to them, again, this uh, underscores American leadership, that, uh, that there were four strategies being utilized in the U.S. to, to at least address this issue of, of uh, livestock and, and methane. Vilsack said the Aim for Climate initiative formed at the COP26 conference with the U.S. and the UAE now has more than $17 billion worth of investments from 600 partners. That includes $1.5 billion from the United States, $1 billion of which is Agriculture Department funding. In other news, the American dairy industry is looking for its next steps to address trade issues with Canada following a disappointing dispute process for the sector. Krista Harden heads up the U.S. Dairy Export Council. Speaking on this week's open mic, she says American producers want to see the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement upheld. It's very unfortunate that we spend months, years negotiating agreements that are supposed to benefit and, you know, all parties, right, not just one. And then for them to be able to walk away that um, they have made very minimal changes that they agreed to make um, in their system to allow our products in. And then, you know, they're, they're also, um, we're seeing an increasingly number of um, Canadian dairy proteins kind of evading our part of the, our export agreement, coming back into the U.S. and final product. She says American dairy leaders are considering their options. We are not going to let this go. That's one message, I think, to the Canadians. Um, looking for loopholes, looking for ways to avoid um, the agreement is we just cannot let that stand. You know, trade law experts are definitely, you know, looking at this lawyers um, with the government and on the outside um, looking for ways to see if, you know, what are our next steps? What can we do um, to keep the Canadians, you know, committed to their their earlier commitments, frankly. You can hear more from Hardin, including her thoughts on American sustainability efforts in her open mic interview on agripulse.com.
The dairy industry will also be paying close attention to a bill that will be getting some house action this week. The chamber is set to consider legislation that would allow schools to serve whole milk to students without counting against fat content limitations. This week's agenda is a little more limited than the previous mid-December sprints to the finish line on Capitol Hill. Lawmakers are scheduled to head home at the end of the week for the rest of the year, but consideration of supplemental funding bills for Israel and Ukraine and lingering border security talks could extend that timeline. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Join more than 5,000 farmers and ranchers from across the country at the American Farm Bureau Convention, January 19th through the 24th in Salt Lake City. The convention and trade show are open to anyone who wants to learn more about farming, ranching, and agriculture policy. Register at annualconvention.fb.org register. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.